my name is Jeff Hodges. I'm the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Communications at the University of North Alabama. Um, I was a student here, graduated in 1982, was hired here in 1983, and I've been here 39 years. I'm the only, uh, the first and only full-time sports information uh, person uh, or director in school's history. We have an assistant now and other staff, but I was the, the first and still here. So I've grown the department from before email, fax, cell phones, any of that great technology. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't really get any easier because the job it just puts more expectations on you now with the technology, uh, making things a little easier in some areas and, you know, tougher in others. But it's a, it's a great profession and uh, I love every day. Yeah, most definitely. The industry is always changing as technology grows. Uh, I think social media is probably one of the biggest things that changed the industry when it first became popular. Mm -hmm. But uh, what drove your interest to serve on the COSIDA Board of Directors? So I was hired in 83. I was 22 years old. Uh, my second year uh, at North Alabama, we played in the Division II Football National Championship game in Kingsville, Texas. Um, and it was hosted by Fred Noosh, who was the Sports Information Director at uh, Texas A&M Kingsville. And um, he um, was the COSIDA secretary at that time. And so he, when I met him that first time in, in 85, he really encouraged me to get involved in the organization and, and those kind of things. So I did, I, I was already a member, but I, I started looking at committees and those kind of things. And my relationship with Fred, uh, he really drew me into the organization and, um, you know, got me more and more involved. So um, just a few years in, I was serving on committees. I was doing other things and I was elected to the board at a very young age. Um, and then uh, eventually, when Fred retired from the role as COSIDA secretary, I was fortunate enough that they just slid me into that role. And uh, so he's really the, the, the main reason. Another, another uh, connection for me was I served in the uh, work at the 1987 Olympic Festival in North Carolina. And they hire a bunch of you know, sports information directors to cover all these events and write stories and keep stats and that kind of thing. And I was working in particular with Doug Vance from Kansas at the time and Rick Brewer from North Carolina uh, doing basketball and track and field. And we were together for about 16 days, just all day, every day, and formed a, a great relationship too. And then a few years later, all three of us were serving on the Coastside board together. And those were other just great connections and you know, folks that I really enjoyed working with and, you know, enjoyed serving the organization with them. And again, all, all three of us just kind of grew into our roles where uh, both of them were eventually served as president of COSIDA and uh, then me in the role as secretary. So it was connections more than anything that kind of brought me in. So what are you most thankful for? I mean, partly the the great people I've gotten to meet in the profession, you know, on the, on the professional side of it. Uh, the other part is just the uh, opportunity to um, promote, you know, student athletes, um, and in particular in awards, the awards arena, I guess. But um, I had the opportunity back in 1986, I created the Harlan Hill Trophy, which is the Division II football Heisman. Uh, it's still being presented. I created the Division II Football Hall of Fame. I worked on numerous uh, all-conference, you know, all-decade teams. All, you know, I started our, our university's Athletic Hall of Fame. Um, still work on a, a ton. I'm, I'm on the have been on selection committee for the college football hall of fame I'm on the college baseball hall of fame. And all that is just my passion for seeing deserving people, you know, being recognized for what they've accomplished and, and those type of things. And I think that's the most rewarding part of it, or, you know, just seeing, 
deserving people, you know, being recognized and uh, what that can mean to them and their universities and their families and, and those kind of things. So um, I think that's probably the, like I said, the most rewarding part of the profession for me is just having those opportunities to be involved. Uh, and now I'm the head of the COSIDA Special Awards Committee. Um, so even more of an opportunity to, to be invested in the you know, awards of, of deserving people. Absolutely. This may be a similar answer, but what are you most passionate about in life? I would say it's, it's the same thing. It's, you know, uh, promoting or, um, you know, deserving, deserving individuals, whether current student athletes or former, former athletes, you know, I'm, I do a lot of work, like, like I said, with hall of fames and those kind of things. And, uh, um, just having the opportunity again to, to honor, you know, deserving folks. Now, this is more of a fun question. What's an item on your bucket list? In this job, you're so invested in your work. You, a lot of times you don't really see things outside of it. And you always think, well, in the summer, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do this. Now football's practicing in the summer and you're, you know, so, um, I hate to steal one from Dave Walhooter, but, um, when he retired from COSIDA, the organization sent him to Wimbledon as a, as a president. He's a big tennis fan. He and his wife went. And I'm, I played tennis here at North Alabama, and uh, I've always been a huge, um, you know, tennis tennis fan. Watch Wimbledon every year. So that would, that would be at the top of the list probably. Can't blame me on that one. Definitely an iconic sporting event. What's what's something that COSIDA membership doesn't know that makes board membership so rewarding? I know it, you know it is a lot of work, but it is so so rewarding just having the opportunity to work with that the group of individuals that are on the board and they're from every division, um, you know every any way you look at it, you know a very diverse group and yet all working in one direction you know for the good of the organization. Um, I don't think you can get much better than that. You know, the, um, again, like I said, it is a lot of work. Uh, some people may not, you know, think it is and, uh, you know, um, but you, you know, you invest a lot of time and then there's a lot of conversations, uh, in research and things going on behind the scenes be, between the calls and, uh, you know, between the decisions to kind of make sure we're making the right decisions and looking at our, our past and looking at our future and those kind of things. But the, just the opportunity again, to work with the, a great group of people that are on the board and the staff. I mean, unbelievable staff and the, uh, the things that they help us accomplish um, just makes it rewarding. What's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future? Hmm. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, you know, the, I mentioned earlier, like the technology, I think I've, I've survived that, uh, that change and it, and it continues to change. But, uh, from, like I said, when I started, there were no cell phones, no internet, no email, no fax machine, even, you know, even those things have come and gone. Um, but the, you know, the challenges again, the, the future is, uh, continued the, the social media explosion, you know, where's that going to go? Is that going to change? Is it going to be something else? You know, um, that's, that's changed our profession a lot from just, the storytelling and news releases and those kind of things to the, just the quick hitters of video and, and social media posts and those kind of things. So that's really changed our profession. And those people in those professions have come into our area, or at least, you know, joined with us in the department that we're working together. Um, so again, you know, who knows where that's going to continue to, 
to turn, but uh, you know, we still need the people like in the traditional roles of, you know, the statisticians and the storytellers and the basic information, because that's where the other, the other stuff comes from, you know, for the videos and for the, um, for the post and, and those kind of things. But I think the merging of the two, you know, I know Cosada is working hard to, um, you know, work with the social media folks and the video folks and kind of, uh, like I said, bring them alongside or, you know, into our profession as well. So I think that'll be the, the challenge, the next challenge. If you could change one thing about working in an athletic communication office, what would it be? Um, I, I don't, I don't feel it here. I mean, I think I have the the respect of the the folks I work with here. I mean, I've been here a long time. I know a lot of people in our profession feel like at times they're, they're um, less visible because they're doing all the work behind the scenes. And, you know, um, so I guess that the people could be recognized for all the, the hard work that they're doing. Um, like I said, it's a very hard job. There's a lot of hours, a lot of, a lot of time, but it's also very rewarding for all the things you can accomplish and, and for your school. So, you know, the, any recognition that we do, I think is a, a plus even within our organization or people outside our organization, recognizing our folks. Um, so I, I think that's what I would like to see, or, you know, a, a nice change would be like I said, more, more recognition just given to the, the kind of the folks behind the scenes. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Could you tell us something that few people know about you? I played on the uh, tennis team at North Alabama in 1980 to 82. I had huge hair. I was not the headband guy like John McEnroe. Mine was just kind of a, uh, just kind of blowing in the wind. And about the time I got out of school and got married, it's basically let go. So it's all gone now, but I was a, uh, a player on the uh, our only school conference championship team in men's tennis in 1981. Um, so that's that's I've got a ring for that. I've gotten several. Our schools won seven national championships since then. So the coaches have been kind enough to give me a ring for those. But I'm still proud of the one that I earned myself from you know athletic competition. So I don't think many people know about that. And we did wear short shorts back in the days. So it was the 1980s. You, you had the socks pulled up basically almost to your knees and you had the short shorts and it, it was not a really good look nowadays looking back for, you know, anybody seeing those pictures. Yeah. I mean, th things were a lot different in the eighties than they are now. Oh yeah. I tell people there was a reason they called them shorts because they were actually short back then. So. And then the five, five, five came around and they were the exact opposite. That's right. And it's all the way down. That's right. Yeah, like capri pants, literally. And now it's back more towards in between those two. So, yeah. And lastly, how would your best friend describe you in four words or less? Hmm. Uh, hardworking and dependable. I I would hope. You know, I started to say it as as an old grumpy old man, but. Hopefully my best friend wouldn't, wouldn't describe me as that, but I'm, I'm 61, loving my job and, you know, love being here, love what I do and uh, just try to, you know, work hard and get along with everybody. So uh, like I said, I think I've proved myself to be, be dependable and to both the organization and to, to my school. So.